0: It's you going, oh, wait a minute, this is a unique circumstance. Oh, wait a minute, this person looks like my ex-boyfriend and I really, really feel like I want to punch him in the face, but it's not my ex-boyfriend and he probably doesn't deserve it. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Oh, it's that time again from the well-appointed JavaBud.com studios in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, United States of America. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. I am Tony Dufresne, Ph.D., Philosophical Counselor to the Stars. That's Bob and Nancy Starr, they're great people. And uh, author of Surrounded by Idiots, the book. Welcome in. Great to have you back this week. And I wanted to, I was talking to a couple of my clients And I realized something that I have known for a long time, but you kind of like have this epiphany and you realize something. My job as a counselor in that context, it's all about questions. And most of the time, it's about pointing out that people are trying to define and guide their lives by asking themselves the wrong questions. And I thought it would be great to... Illustrate this in a story format because, as we all know, stories are way more interesting than me just sitting here and lecturing. So, I wanted to share with you a little story that I think is great in this particular situation. And it was written by Leo Tolstoy, the war and peace guy, a long time ago. And it's called The Three Questions. A long time ago, there was this king, and he was a good guy. Countrymen loved him. It was all good. And as he went through his daily activities and tried to do the best he can, he ended up stuck on three questions. Number one, what's the right time to begin everything? Number two, who are the right people to listen to? And number three, what's the most important thing to do? You know, like creating priorities. What is the most important thing to do? So one day he goes, you know, I'm having a problem with this and I need some help. And so he told all his people in the castle, go out to the countryside And let everybody know, I'm going to give them a fat, big old reward if they can answer those questions for me. If they can come in and help me with answering all those questions. So I know the right time to begin everything and the right people to listen to and what's the most important things to do. And of course, to nobody's surprise, a bunch of people came in and uh, started throwing their answers out to them. Now the problem was, every smart person who visited the king had a different answer to those three questions. I mean, for example, one guy came in and he said, you know, you should do a lot of planning, mark stuff down, have a calendar, and then you'll know the right time to do stuff. Well, then other people came in and said, no, 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 you can't plan stuff out because things change all the time. So they suggested, you know what you should do? Just make sure you're ready at all times and just and cut out the crap and just focus on doing what you need to do and what's the most needful and then, And basically, the king said, well, that would suck because then I wouldn't really have a whole lot of fun. I would just be all focused on crisis. So after all that was said and done, he got a little frustrated. So he decided to punt this to the last possible option. And it came down to this hermit guy. As hermit was somebody who lived in the outer edges of the kingdom. And it was known throughout the area that this guy was really wise so the king goes, all right, I'll, I'll do this. And so he basically had to borrow clothes from his servant commoner people and threw on the old Navy polo and rolled out the back of the castle so nobody would see him and try to find this hermit. So when he arrived at the hermit's house, the hermit was out in front. He's an old frail guy. And he was out in front and he just was digging. And so the king introduced himself, not as the king, obviously, but as like Bob, and the hermit just kept digging, didn't really look up. So then the king said, you know, I hear you're pretty wise. So I have three questions that I'm looking to get answered and I'm hoping you can help me out. The first question is, how can I learn to do the right thing at the right time? The second question is, who are the people I most need around me and who should I pay the most attention to? And the third question was, what affairs are the most important and need of my first attention? So after he was done throwing that out to the hermit, he listened to him, and you could tell that he was listening, but he didn't answer. He just started digging again. So the king goes, hmm, well, I heard this guy's kind of quirky, so I'll I'll roll with this. He goes, tell you what, you look kind of tired, so hand me the shovel and I'll dig for a while. So the hermit goes, great, and he hands him the shovel, and he just kind of sits over there underneath the shade for a bit, and the king starts digging up the planter. Well, the king dug up a real nice area for flower bed and all that, and he he took a little break, and then he asked the three questions again. And again, the hermit, you could tell he was listening. He didn't answer him directly. But what he did do is he went over to him, and he said, Hey, king, well, he didn't say king. Hey, Bob, you've done good work here. I'll tell you what, why don't you let me take over for a while so I can dig my own planter here. And the king was a little frustrated, and he just wanted to kind of expel that energy, so he didn't give up the shovel, and he goes, no, no, I'm good, I need to dig, (laughs) so he kept digging this planter, and again, he felt a little sorry for the hermit, because the dude is old, and he, and you could tell he's been out there for a while, and he was just dragging by that time, it was like midday, so the king kept digging and digging. Hours had passed, and the king was just getting lost in thought because he just got, you know how you get that way. So he looks up and it's kind of like sunset. And he stopped and he said, okay, old man, I came here for some answers. If you don't have them for me, I'm out of here. Well, just at that moment, the hermit was kind of looking over his shoulder. And goes, hey, wait a minute. Look over there. Someone's running towards us. So the king spins around and and he sees this bearded guy running all hunched over and his hands are on his stomach and there's like blood all over his shirt. And when he reached the foot of the king, he like reached out and he like collapsed right in front of him. So the king and the hermit are like, what the hell? And they just they kind of looked at him and they could see this guy got speared in the stomach And so they tried to patch him up with a piece of the shirt and all that and pressed it and, you know, put some pressure on there. And they got him and they carried him into the house and laid him on the bed so they could have bandages on him to stop the bleeding. Now, by this time, the king was so exhausted because he'd been traveling, first of all, and then he was digging that damn planter for the whole day. And now some dude with his stomach hanging out rolls up on him. King's in there just kind of kicking by the bed just to make sure this guy's cool. And he just crashes, right? He's just, side of the bed, up against a wall, just passes out. Well, the next morning, the king woke up, kind of tried to get his bearings, you know, that next morning, you know, where am I before the walk of shame thing? So he he wakes up the next morning and he looks up and this bearded guy was still laying down, but he kind of tilted his head and he was looking and gazing right at the king. And this bearded guy goes, he just blurts out, Forgive me. Like, out of the blue. Just forgive me. Now, the king's just getting his bearings right in terms of where he's at and what happened. And he goes, well, wait a minute. I don't, dude, I don't know you. So, the bearded man, like, takes a breath and he goes, but I do know you. You see, I'm an enemy of yours and I found out you were coming to see the hermit. So, I was hiding in the woods to kill you when you returned to your castle but as the day wore on and you didn't show up I left my hiding spot to go find you but then your bodyguard spotted me and attacked me and speared me in the gut now I managed to escape but I would have definitely bled to death if you didn't take care of me and since you've now saved my life I am indebted to you it took a bit for the king to process it. And then he goes, all right, I'm glad to have made peace with the bearded man. And he gained a friend in the process. So, you know, he's he, he was okay with it. right? Okay, good. I'm glad everything worked out. Now, by, th- by this time, it was really time for him to get back to the castle to do his stuff. But he wanted to try one more time to ask the hermit the three questions. So he got us rolled out the door and the hermit was sitting there kind of tending his new garden. And he goes, okay, Mr. Hermit, for the last time, please answer my questions. And the hermit sort of tilts his head, looks up at the king, and says, they have already been answered. Now, totally confused, the king goes, wait wait a minute, they've been answered? What do you mean? And the hermit goes, do you not see... If you had not pitied my weakness yesterday and had not dug those beds for me, but had gone on your way, that man would have attacked you and you would have died. So the most important time was when you were digging the flower beds. And the most important man was me. And to do me good was your most important business. And then afterwards, when that man ran to us, The most important time was when you were attending to him. For if you didn't patch his wounds, he definitely would have died without having made peace with you. So he was the most important man. And what you did for him was your most important business. Remember then, there is only one time that is important. And that time is now. It's the most important time because it's the only time we have any power. The most necessary person is the one you're with. For no one knows whether you'll ever have dealings with them again, you'll ever have the ability to help them the way you can help them in that moment. And the most important affair, the most important thing to do is to do good. Because for that purpose alone, you were sent into this life. The end. What I like about it is it points out three very, very distinct, important things. The first thing it points out is having a solid foundation to work from. You, you understanding who you are, the strong character bricks in your foundation. Empathy, sympathy, compassion, wanting to do good, wanting to get better. I mean, those are foundational bricks, right? Now, the king had them. Because you could tell, because he cared about his people and he wanted to improve his decision-making skills for the betterment of not just himself, but for the entire kingdom. I think the second lesson in this is about context. Basically, it's that's about living in the now and it's about understanding that everything in the now is its own situation. And with it being so unique, you can't necessarily put past experiences in the current experience and expect it to be the same or or want to act the same way. So that piece was missing from the king when he asked the wrong he asked the wrong question. Those three questions are the wrong questions because they didn't take into consideration context. And that's what the hermit pointed out. The third lesson in this thing is just awareness. And this is being aware from the meta. Meta is such a great concept and if if you're not familiar with the meta concept it's like thinking about thinking. It's being aware that you are in a moment in time that is unique. It's you going, oh, wait a minute, this is a unique circumstance. Oh, wait a minute, this person looks like my ex-boyfriend and I really, really feel like I want to punch him in the face, but it's not my ex-boyfriend. He probably doesn't deserve it. So my call to action to you is if I asked you, what are the bricks in your foundation? Could you tell me in a few short sentences? And if you can't, then let's chat or at least explore, or do some journaling. Journaling is unbelievable at bringing those things out. That's it for this week. Remember, javabud.com. You can find everything uh, podcast-wise, videos. You can go to uh, Amazon Alexa. I have flash briefings on there. Just look up Surrounded by Idiots under the skills, and bring me on. Every day, you get a little chunk of me. Any comments or questions, or you want to hit me up and talk about something, it's Tony at javabud.com, J-A-B-A-B-U-D.com. Have an amazing rest of the week. Go make it happen. Talk to you I don't want to be alone. I'm calling off.